Hello, Mixed Night Cases. This is Nuke Joss, and this is a bonus intro to Ghibli. In this case, we all got to watch something new. So with me, as always, is... Hi, I'm Tech with a perfect 30-second summary. <laughs> For a three-minute yes. short. And our guides, who also are newbies this time... Hi, I'm Jason. And it's Jen. And we just watched the Studio Ghibli uh, uh, short on Disney Plus called Zen, Grogu and Dust Bunnies, a.k.a. Soot Sprites. Yeah, so 30 what, seconds what if little baby Yoda, Grogu, what if he met the Soot Sprites from Totoro? Yep, that's it. That's it. That's less than 30 seconds. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And that's the show. And that's the show. And it's driven, dr- dr- driven, drawn uh, in the st- style of my neighbor, the Yamadas. Or Rest in paintings. peace, Takahata. You Did traumatized. I... Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, he got a post uh, posthumous uh, or lifetime achievement Oscar. Oh. Yeah. He should have got an Oscar for Grave of the Fireflies for traumatizing so many children. Because we just thought it was, and by the way, it's so funny that you br- I bring Takahata up because I forgot that originally the double feature was My Neighbor Totoro and Grave of the Fireflies. Happiness to offset this. <laughs> wow. non, that's why you watch cartoons after horror movie. So uh, now, this, my this short was so cute. Like it was very simple drawing, um, and it was just it was just happy. I liked it. I, I, I absolutely love it. It is beautiful. Um, it is artistic. It's definitely art. It made me happy. I do think that somebody made it very specifically for Jen, <laughs> because if you don't know, Jen has a deep personal relationship with Grogu. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and it's absolutely glorious. And while I do have plans of getting a soot sprite tattoo, now I am thinking about Grogu. <laughs> so th- this is normally the, the best part. This is <laughs> normally the part in one of these Ghibli movie things where I would get really annoyed about something inconsequential and then like go off on a massive rant. So why do the soot sprites have legs? Uh, to be fair, um, they always kind of have weird diddly boobly legs from time to time. Right. Well, they've all got like the little flagellate, like the little yeah. spikies that stick off them. But every now and then they, they grow twice as long and they got little feet on the end. Yeah, they had them yeah. mm-hmm. spirited away. They didn't have them so much. It wasn't so clear in Totoro, okay. but in spirited away. Remember when they were like picking things up and stuff? They had little arms and legs. Nope. Yeah. And the one dropped the rock on his head. Yeah. The and and they call. appear and disappear. That's the the cool part of them, though. Yeah, and I, they they actually do that in this little short where they show them like floating around and like trying to get Grogu's attention, and then they fall, and then they splash up as as ash, but then they form back and they're still there. Like it, this is it, like this is the type of thing you put on loop, and like especially with the music because it's giving me that like Hans Zimmer vibe, mm-hmm. and you just kind of vibe out to the chill. Like this could definitely calm somebody down. This could be their meditation. But that music reminded me so much of all of those YouTube channels, if you know, like the lo-fi beats to study to. Yes. Yeah. I could watch mm-hmm. this for mm-hmm. three hours. That type of music that you can just put on all day in the background and feel productive. Yep. I, now, uh, Nutty, you uh, you were saying just before we rolled, like, who is the composer of the music? Uh, Ludwig Gorison, who is the composer for the Mando series. Okay. He is also the musical partner of Childish Gambino. Oh, wow. Okay. So all of Childish Gambino is 
you know, it's it's Donald Glover and uh, some Ludwig dude named Gorsen. Ludwig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if your name is Ludwig, you start out with like bonus points to music composition. I think that's just how it works. Right. That, that, that's that's it hard baked into the character creator. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know. For if you want to play the DLC with the Ludwig character, he can only be a composer. Right. He can't pick any other profession. Um, I am gonna tell everyone, and and this will give you something to be angry about. Um, the Star Wars sad puppy fanboys uh, clearly hate it. Of course they do. What really? Uh, hate everything. IMDb spoilers are um. One out of ten stars from fanboys saying three minutes of my life lost, three minutes I'll never get back. And I think my favorite is nobody is waiting for this. It has absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars. The drawings are terrible lies. Uh, the story is worthless and the music hurts. Do not watch it. It's terrible. So this person has ADD is unable to actually sit still long enough to actually enjoy the Zen music, which, I mean, it's spoilers, Zen. Zen. <laughs> okay. It does what it says on got, the tin. The only thing that was really different is he was not eating frogs. Yeah. But the, or the, playing the with a gear. Is, is so. there, there is a type of young man and boy mm. that, uh, and I'm generalizing, but there is a type of young person that if it is not hyper-realistic, hyper-violent, and hyper on that edge, then it is soft and weak and not for me because I need to show how tough I am by only watching tough things. So I want hard-boiled, super gritty sci-fi and all of the nerd stuff that I watch and nothing funny, nothing fun, nothing light. And I'll be honest, I used to be like that. I really wanted more Star Wars and Star Trek. I wanted more hard-boiled sci-fi. I hated Fifth Element when it came out because how dare a sci-fi movie try to be funny? And then you grew up and realized Ruby Rod was amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> and the, the, I still have a couple problems with that movie. I think they could have done the aliens better and um, the singing sucked because it was all fake. But um, – and – Really, the, uh, anyway, this is not a fifth element <laughs> podcast, but the thing is, is I grew up. And guess what? It's one of my favorite movies of all time now. Uh, this little, uh, thing, uh, th this little short, uh, one thing. So at the end, Grogu does a big circle with his hand. And then we see it's a, it's a caricature. It's not a caricature. It's a calligraphy. It's a, it's a water, it's a water, uh, color brushstroke of a, a continuous circle. That's called Enso. That is Zen. That is the perfect circle. That is the beginning, the end. That is letting go of everything and coming back to where you started. That has deep, significant meetings in uh, Buddhist culture, from what I understand, and uh, is supposed to be drawn in calligraphy in one continuous stroke. So that's really, really hard to draw a perfect circle, especially with a watercolor brush. Especially with the brush pen, the the way that you do it and the way that you hold it. And, you know, people people get... Uh, Dan ranks in calligraphy and this is one of the things that they do. Um, there is a book written by the founder of Aikido and that is the cover is a Zen circle. Um, it, it, it is gorgeous. And in the credits, it's even They even give a credit to, um, the artist who does it. Uh, the stupid Star Wars haters. Um, are all about, oh, this is stupid. It's drawn badly. Uh, they, they don't understand. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. If, if it's not your bag, 
It was three minutes long. You spent more time logging into IMDb to complain about this than you did to even watch the thing. And I really think the big problem that they have is, I guess it uh, was released on the third anniversary of Mando and everybody's just mad that they don't have a new series. My thing, so My like- thing is... It was three minutes long. If you didn't like it, you'd at no point did you have to finish watching that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but the thing is, it's three minutes long. By the time they realized they didn't like it and got mad about it, it was over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, ju- I just keep, th- whenever I watch something like this and I see internet hate for it, I just keep thinking back to Jay and Sana Bob where they're going door to door with all of the comments written about them. Did you say that you don't like Jay and Sana Bob? Yeah. And then they beat them up. Yep. Wouldn't that be a great way to spend the rest of your life just finding all the haters of like Ghibli movies? Yep. <laughs> just, go, just going around. Did you say that Isao Takahata sucks? Uh, yeah. Well, ta-da! <laughs> um, my friend, my friend, are you sure that's what you want to happen in the world? Considering certain reviews that have happened on this podcast. Roving vigilante bands. <laughs> Listen, to be fair, tech only has to worry about 13-year-old girls. And and, if, if, and and I expect if this turns into my burning crusade going around the world, just beating up people that give negative reviews to Ghibli movies, I expect her to come to my door in, like, the Kill Bill yellow jumpsuit with yeah. Madonna. Absolutely. I can see I'm it. I'm here for tech. I can see it. And then there's a sword fight on the lawn. Um, this is where Jason comes down. To protect me in a schoolgirl skirt and a flying guillotine. Listen, Pooty Pooty Prisoner has to protect his boys. <laughs> I will say that there's a couple of things that happen here. This tells us that in a galaxy far, far away, there are soot sprites, which means that the Ghibli verse and the Star Wars verse are one verse. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest, right? Spirits in a way was just the bathhouse version of the cantina it was the upscale version you know what i'm saying like like i could see them having a nice house band you know like you know i could see job of the hut going there to let out some steam you know what i'm saying before he does his mafia boss routines you know i just came up i can see that i just thought of something mm. the soot sprites yes are those midichlorians oh gosh <laughs> Oh is my god. The, is that the microscopic bacteria that floats around in your DNA and gives you Jedi powers? Are they just soot sprites? Is this what they're telling us? Or maybe the, they're the little stars that the soot sprites collect. Maybe. Oh, that's right. The soot sprites are gathering all the je- all the force of the Jedi together so they can take over the world with Totoro as their supreme leader. Yes. Oh, that's 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 a conclusion that everybody jumped to. After Order 66 and all the Jedi couldn't control all the midichlorians that are floating around, the Sith Sprites are just finishing their job, amassing all of the midichlorians into, like, one spot. And then whatever the final Jedi is going to be in the final battle is going to be, like, in the, uh, oh... Ooh, gangster, the gangster, like, the, the gangster movie from the seventies where the, uh, you know, say hello to my little friend where he, Scarface, like, Scarface, where oh, he Scarface. bombs into a pile of cocaine and then just goes nuts. So it's, it's going to be a face, face palming and face planting into a pile of such sprites and Ab- going nuts. Absolutely. Just gotcha. inhaling all of the force and then going nuts. This is fighting Palpatine. <laughs> say hello to my little friend and it's Grogu with twin lightsabers. I would watch this. <laughs> I, would, I would be down for this. What one hundred percent? Now, Tech, you had a little rant about the background. 
so the whole thing is it, it's drawn by hand. It's very obviously hand animation, which is what Studio Ghibli is famous for and what Disney was famous for mm. uh, moons ago. And they used a, a background to make it look like um, like handmade paper. And it's got little, yeah. little defects and little little wrinkles and little water spots on it as the animation is sort of going through it. And uh, to me, I look at that, and that's the thing that you see in a lot of like artsy short films and a lot of uh, little animated shorts. And by using it here, I think to me that is a clear, uh, a clear signal to the fans that obviously our friend Mr. One Out of Ten Negative Reviewer didn't see is what they're telling us is that this is an artsy short and nothing more. Because the characters, while they're the characters that we recognize, they weren't fully developed. There were no backgrounds. There was no further setting. There was no further plot. It was just a little story about Grogu meeting some soot sprites in a zen-like moment. And the fact that they open and close in three minutes with the little artsy background and the really spacey music and the nothing else, they're telling us nothing else is coming. While we would watch the crap out of a Studio Ghibli hand-drawn Grogu miniseries I think would be fantastic but I think the signal here is very very clear that they're not developing this into a series and that makes me a little bit sad but I'm also glad that they did the short because it was fun yeah I, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if like they did use that to kind of adopt a mentality if they're not going to do anything else just to appease those terrible internet boys on the internet that are angry about it like if they wanted to throw an Easter egg into a later Star Wars and have like soot sprites run around somewhere, I'm okay with that though. Oh, or better yeah. yet, like on some random episodes, like some one of these random episodes, like some Jedi's have to get on a bus and it's a cap. Oh, that's that's a bit much though. Right, or that's even even much. something like um, oh, what's her name? Um, uh, Lupita's character, Maz. Yes, oh, Maz. That- Mask Canada, I think it is. Yes, Mask And uh, well, she runs that cantina, and yeah. they had all of the banners, and they had, um, you know, they had the Mando, they had the 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 Mando League, the the Guild, they had the Five Hundred First, they had all the banners of the different. Oh yeah, for the fan for the fan unit for, things. For the fan mm-hmm. groups. If uh, you know, one day we go back to that cantina in a movie or something, and there's a sacred tree. Yeah. In the backyard. And it's like, oh, well, what's in that tree? Oh, that tree is strong with the force. Um, you know, uh, sacred things live there. And then there's like Shinto prayer beads around it. Yeah. The, yeah. Little, pra- the, the little white prayer zigzags. Or you just hear Frank Welker doing Toro noises. And you can, pro- or you could have like when she says that the tree is strong with the force, you hear the rattle, rattle, rattle of the um, Okudama from uh, yes. Princess Mononoke. Oh, the little mushroom people. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, the thing I want to say about this movie is this is very clearly. It is Ghibli playing in Star Wars more than Star Wars with a Ghibli bent. The director is is Ghibli everything. Um, known for manga, known for character design work um, in films like uh, Kiki. Uh, they also did Ocean Waves, which is a TV show that was done by Ghibli. How is this not on our list? We need to look it this is, up. Um, it is, I own it. I own Ocean Waves. All right. We got to we got to add that in. Um, and, uh, a whole bunch of other things that are Ghibli, um, including, uh, he was the supervising animator for Ponyo, um, all sorts of wonderful, wonderful Ghibli things that we've already experienced. Oh my God. Yes. There's a, there's a crossover we're missing. 
Mm. It needs to be Ponyo and Grogu, and she introduces Grogu to Ham. Ham! Ham! Oh, Grogu wait, meeting wait, Ham? But, but he eats frogs and fishes. Yeah. Uh-oh. This could be very dangerous for be, our little Ponyo. He's going to eat Ponyo. <laughs> yeah, it was also Although, produced. I don't know. I don't know Go if he ahead. eats mermaids. I don't know if he eats mermaids. I don't know. He was eat, trying to eat the babies of that one person. He totally did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it was like, I know these are your babies, but um, um, nom, nom. Uh, <laughs> this is where Liam Neeson has to come in and now, now, Grogu. <laughs> Respect your father. <laughs> Respect your father. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely like, let's make this, um, uh, this art. I love, I want to see it everywhere. Uh, I want somebody to make 10 hours of this so I can just be playing in the background while I'm doing work all day. Uh, I'm in love with it. And yeah, I don't think we, we don't need to rate it. I, are are we all giving it a 10 out of 10? Is that what's happening? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be 10 out of 10 frog eating soot sprites. It had no ending. It just, no, I'm not (laughs) going (laughs) to. It did. It, the end is everlasting and continuous. The end, it should loop because the end goes back to the beginning, right? End soul. It goes back, it goes back to the beginning. But, um, but yeah, I just, I have nothing to hate about this. The music was awesome. The animation was great. The story was cute. Meanwhile, Grogu's like trying to run away from the little soot sprites and then he's being all weird because he's very shy and he doesn't like them. And then they're like, no, but we brought a present for you. And he goes, oh, okay. Thanks for the present. We're pals now. Oh man. What if in the next season of Mando, when we see Grogu, he's got a pink flower? That would be a fun little nod. That would make that would be a happy. good Easter egg. And that would piss off the fanboys. Oh, it so what? Have that stupid flower. Oh, so, so you're trying to say NASA's little cold sprites are in this Star Wars universe? Are they force sensitive? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I, you know what? Haters, good. I hope it burns. I hope it burns. Exactly. I need I need them to do more things to make the boys on the internet angry. Like, you know what? Put it put in a very opinionated strong female character who's gay. I I I just Ahsoka? want I, <laughs> Didn't we already do that? Oh yeah, and she's brown, so they definitely don't like her. Ahsoka? I want to see Ghibli now animating a full Star Wars thing, but bring back all of the great actors that they've had doing the cast. Can I get, and just like they did, um, how they love to cast Tress McNeil as an old scary wish, as a witch, uh, now you get Tress McNeil and Frank Welker as, uh, dueling, dueling huts. Yes. It's like the oh. brother and sister hut from Mando. And we get, and we get a, and we get a trio. Of oh, sorry, Bam- we get a trio of Banff Wookies played by Andy Circus, Doug Jones, and Ray Park. Uh, Ray Park. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, but aren't huts just what happened when you feed a Totoro after midnight? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, a a talking Totoro who's a mobster. I'd watch that. I'd watch that miniseries. There's so many places yeah, we just, can go. Just, it's just his name, just with extra hyphens in to make it look spacey. Who's that? Oh, that's the that's the crime lord. That's Totoro. Totoro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you gotta watch him, man. I heard he grew a seed out of a guy's stomach because he owed him some credits. <laughs> ow, ow! When ow. he comes by your when he sh- when he darkens your doorstep, you'd better have a bag of acorns uh, waiting for him. Yeah. Well, why not? Well, you don't want to find out why not. If he's a peaceful vegetarian, why do you think he's got all them teeth? 
<laughs> He'll feed you to his cat bus. I heard it takes a thousand years for you to digest. No, more <laughs> importantly, more importantly, he will bring all of the emotional sadness of a Ghibli movie to your heart. So it doesn't matter how oh. bad you are, you are going to be completely heartbroken. Like it's not a horse head in the bed. It's a pink shoe on your doorstep. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, strangely, <laughs> while beautiful trees growing in the back lot, uh, back lots appear to be up three, uh, 34%. Um, Tuberculosis, tuberculosis cases are up an astounding 900%. To close this out, this little mini episode, uh, Tech, would you like to try our, our new snacks? Right. Okay. So we Ooh. were given some snacks, and uh, I'll put a picture of them in the show notes. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I can't read Japanese, so yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what they are. But apparently, from the from the bag, did you a cute little lion? Yeah, on the a bag, cute that little you can lion. See and I forget what she she read the she read it out to me as a um she read it out phonetically and I said what does that mean and she goes it's the it's the snacks name I'm like well thank you two of our students um went to visit their family in Japan three of our students three of our students actually went to visit their families in Japan and they came back with snacks for us so you you get one of those and can I get one I don't want to open both bags at the same time there we go y'all should have y'all should have told them to see if they could have found you some of um I told her about it but they left a, a month and a half ago so before we found out about the Enho Chonko snacks. Okay, they smell interesting. Mm. What's the flavor? Um, savory, Soup. salty. Soup. So, uh, yeah, it, it's like the, it tastes like the, um, um, the packet of soup mix you get like instant ramen. Ooh, MSG. Yeah. And it, um, it's and- not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very nice. It's very yummy. And, um, now I think I have an idea of what the Enho Chonko snacks taste like. Uh, if the- I was to if I was to equate the crunch and the taste of it to anything North American, I'd say this is kind of like a bugle. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think it's it's kind of like really big honey smacks, but instead of tasting like honey honey, it tastes like ramen. So, in other words, what you're saying is. MSG, king of flavor. Makes it is definitely the king of flavor. All right, I think this one will be sweet. They look like little cookies. It has a little man on it. I still don't read Japanese. <laughs> the, um, the head of the little man, though, he looks like one of the uh, the slime creatures from the Dragon uh, from the Dragon Quest series. Oh, oh he's one of the teardrop slimes. All right, let me cleanse my palate with some tea. <laughs> there are two types of people. <laughs> people with whiskey, people without. Truth. Doesn't smell like anything, but that looks like melted powdered sugar on a little... Are they like rice? It sounds cakes? like a rice cake. It's sweet and salty. It 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 it's kind of like a rice cake, but without that weird popcorny texture. It's a it's a salty rice cake. Yeah, because there's salt in the rice cake, and then they put sweet over top of it. Yeah, it's like royal icing on top of a salty rice cake. It is it's delicious. I love it. Thank you, Japan. Those are awesome snacks. Again, <laughs> Japan wins the snack wars because they're the ones with all the most interesting Kit Kats. Yes, they do. And, and the, the other day we were watching the Basho and there was a Japanese Mc- <laughs> Bless you. There was a Japanese McDonald's commercial that had the Kit Kat McFlurry. Yeah, yeah. And, and so so Japan wins because why don't we have that here? And they bring us uh little Grogu playing with Sprite. So thank you Japan. Thank you Ghibli. 
Thank you, Disney Plus. I, I bet you KFC in Japan still has the double down. Yeah, but it's kimchi flavored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. And when we come back, we have, when we do come back in the new year, we, with intro to Ghibli, don't worry, there'll be more Nettie Bites, but when we come back with intro to Ghibli, there will be, um, some some uh, a really good Ghibli episode because we will have a guest on that one. So that's just to whet your appetite. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye. Bye. And we're going to thank the patrons of... Uh, Nutty Bites for this episode and more. Thank you so much for always supporting us and giving us the um, motivation to keep doing this. So thank you so much for that. Uh, statistics or the stats that I get from my episodes are not very full um, and being able to track is harder and harder. And honestly, the one way I know people want to hear what we're talking about is from feedback and from the patrons. So uh, you can always, if you can't be a patron, you can always feed us by sending us feedback, talking to us about episodes on the Discord, in Facebook, social media, wherever. So thank you so much. Uh, but I do want to thank our uh, top tier patrons, our, as we're calling them now, the big daddies. So thank you to Jax, to Jason, and to Rich the TT. And thank you to our patrons of the arts. Thank you to Kaylin, Mark Cabot, The Encaffeinated One, Melissa Bartell, and Susanna. And thank you to all of our other patrons who keep the lights on and keep things going and let us know that you want to hear more. Thank you to Shane, Andy, Cliff, Grig, Harold, Hugh, Ian, Justine, Ken, Kinsey, Crazy Joe Adventures, Mike, uh, uh, PCAT, uh, the Radical Geek, Steven, and uh, Will, and Zachman. There we go. Thank you so much for all of your support. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-Nutty42.